come in and talk about USC, UCLA planning uh, to move from the Pac-12 to the Big Ten as early as uh, 2024, but uh, now we can find ourselves to get past our frustrations with the bullpen and the Minnesota Twins yeah. who are fast-tracking another loss. Let's play this out. Let's go to the Big Ten first. I can't talk about the Twins right now. <laughs> I lost that. I'm like, oh, hey, it's, you know, 10 and, you know, we're, we're scoring runs. This is good. Yeah. Yeah. And wake up and find yeah. out that they lost. Yeah, it was bad, bad last night, and the bullpen fa- failing them today right now. So yeah, yeah it's, it's a tough deal, that is for sure. But uh, no, quite a day. I mean, some breaking news with that, and you well, know, I don't you know, think what? it's a done deal yet. But there, it doesn't I, sound like it. But it's close by the reports. And you know, here's a couple things to go along with this. There's many ways. You know, I was talking to a, a, a friend of mine, their family, big uh, Hawkeye fans, and and you know, go to the games or whatever. A lot of alumni within the family, and just. Here you sit in the Midwest and you look at this, and it seemed like, as she mentioned, you go all the way to Rutgers. That seems so far away. Well, yeah. now you're talking LA, LA here. I mean, that just seems sure. like. Yeah. And, and so imagine that trip going all the way from LA out to Rutgers. It just seems crazy to me. Obviously, this is a TV deal. This is you know about getting the Big Ten Network out to the West Coast. You get the LA market mm-hmm. and uh, uh, up and down the coast, really, because there's UCLA and. USC fans all the way up to San Francisco and all the way down to San Diego. I mean, it's, a, it's the Southern California TV market because you had San Diego and everything else with that. It's number two in the nation for a reason. And so what's that comes money. Yeah, and that per subscriber fees for any type of cable outlet that you can get, whether it be Dish or streaming services, you know, they're everywhere. So it's going to be a, a really interesting move here if they do this because at some point, geography has to matter. That's exactly I, 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 I think that as well. You know, you got uh, the. The distance from you know uh, college to college, it just it this it doesn't make sense aside from the money aspect. Right. You're saying. Well, that's what it is, and I think if if this is not going to happen, I think what we could see here is you're going to see maybe it's just UCLA and USC making a power play for the Pac-12 to get their you know what together because they haven't been very aggressive. They're not aggressive with their TV deals. They're not aggressive with their scheduling to get more exposure. You know, I think they've been complaining that they get stuck out on the West Coast with these late TV times. Well, structure that in your TV deal. You know, the other thing you can do is you shouldn't have been sleeping on Texas and Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. You know, th- this is something that you should have done is expand as everyone else is doing. Get yourself out to the central time zone a little bit more by going to those marquee schools. You know, if you would go after a basketball school like Kansas, which takes up the Kansas City market, it really does. Mm-hmm. And then you get Oklahoma, which is a you know growing area, and obviously uh, Texas. You'd have been sitting pretty right now because then you have Texas and USC, two pretty marquee names in the world of sports, not just football, but really in the just world general. of sports. Yeah, yeah. And then that's the biggest mistake they made is not trying to. The Big Twelve should have been dismantled, and everyone should have been picking up the scraps of it a long time ago. And the Pac-12 could have done it, and they slept on it. And then here they sit. Here they sit. Look, and that uh, this is a, this would be such a big move. You know, when I look at, and I made this claim before you came in here, you just look at, at college athletics in general, from name, image, likeness, transfer portal, the shakeup from these conferences. I mean, this has got to be one of, if not the biggest, uh, transformative year for college athletics in our lifetime. Well, it has been, but you know, when I think when Texas A&M moved to the SEC, that was a huge deal because then you're, you know, then the SEC got into Texas, that big recruiting thing. Mm-hmm. So that was a big deal. I think. Uh, that really changed a lot of things. The Notre Dame part of getting into the ACC with five games, you know, that really made the ACC not so much an Atlantic Coast Conference. It's kind of, you know, it's trying to stretch in, in into the Midwest a little bit with that. I, I think that, you know, and that's another thing where I think 
the Pac-12 should have been aggressive with them or the Big 12 should have been aggressive with Notre Dame. You know, there's there's been a lot of dropping the ball, I think, by a few of these other conferences where the SEC and Big Ten have been very aggressive and they're kind of leaving everyone else behind right now. Well, 2024 is the earliest, is according to reports. Right. You're saying it could just be a... A power move? Well, I think it could be. I think they're. I think really UCLA and USC, if they're going to make this happen, they have nothing to lose, right? They can mm-hmm. use this to get more power and influence the Pac-12 to do something, or the Big Ten is going to take them and take that you know West Coast TV market. I mean, that's going to really expand the exposure of the Big Ten to a really a, a nationwide uh, conference because I'm sure they're looking down at the SEC that just grabbed Texas and Oklahoma and saying, okay, you got a couple of brand names in the history of college football here. We have to do something to step it up a little bit. Even though UCLA hasn't been very good at football and USC has been trying to get back to what they were when they were cheating back in the early 2000s, but that's, that's what you're looking at right now. Derek, I appreciate you breaking it down for me. Yeah, and I, I just follow the money on this one because yeah. yeah. that's what it's about. It's about per subscriber rates for the Big Ten Network so they can get on more cable TV outlets, the the dishes, and you know, obviously mm-hmm. the streaming services that are popping up that they're trying to get on too. So. And all those streaming services, a whole game-changing right. method there as well. Yeah, for sure. So meanwhile, yeah, what's meanwhile, going on behind yeah, me? Well, uh, we uh, top they of got out of it. Yeah, huh? got out of it. So it's a 3-3 three, three and... One out. Two out now. Well, two out now. Two right. out now. But Twins uh, were... Uh, they had the lead, and then, of course, bullpen comes in. I don't... No idea who was on the mound at the time, but... Three three. It might have that. been Thielbar. I don't know. It's just so. That's the one criticism I have. Rocco Baldelli, I think, has done a pretty good job managing, but he he's got to figure out how to manage his bullpen better. And I'm not just talking about the Taylor Rogers trade. Just is, get get everyone in their defined role because this is not working. Well, so, but is it because of lack of talent? I, I mean, well, is, I think they do. They have to. I mean, I I know you're bigger to look and say, well, who's available? But I mean. Is he doing what he's got to do because of the talent that's, quite frankly, in the bullpen? Well, I think the fact, you know, Duffy came in, and I think they're relying on him to be a guy, and he actually pitched well again today, where he had a early, tough early start to the tough, season. Yeah, yeah. But he's actually pitched well the last couple of times out and has gotten fixed. And, of course, now they're losing their pitching coach from Wes Johnson. So Today, right? Yeah, so that's uh, after today he's gone, going out into LSU. So they have to make that adjustment, too. So it's, it's not an easy situation at all for the Minnesota Twins to figure this out. But I think Joe Duran is their guy. It's just too bad they didn't keep Taylor Rogers to have that bridge from the eighth inning to the ninth inning. They'd be really sitting pretty because then every, everything else falls in front of you. you know, and then maybe you have Tyler Duffy in a more confident position in the seventh inning. Instead, you have, have this herky jerky. Let's have Duran pitch two innings, and he's not available for the next two days. Yeah. So that's not working. Well, you know? and it, the, just this, uh, you know, this matchup: Cleveland, Minnesota. One run games is what uh, Minnesota's been losing by. Mm-hmm. And it's been the light in the games of bullpens of these forces. We would be, I think, the last I heard, 10 games up if yeah. we just didn't blow these. Yeah, Dick Bramer figured about it would be about nine. nine? After, yeah. after, of course, now it would be 10 after last night's game because yeah. I talked to Dick yesterday. And yeah. was, we'll play back some of that tonight on College Potato Radio in the 6 o'clock hour, too. So. Very good. He come back uh, in about an hour. We got audibles. Yeah, I got to win audibles. Got to get back on the horse here and get going. So. All right, well, I'll save that chair for you. Perfect. Derek Hansen, host of Couch Potato Radio, six o'clock tonight is when he can catch that because the Twins, well, they're in action right now. We'll let you know when this game does wrap up. Right now, 